Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful, sweetie. Everything is great on my end. How are you? I am doing well. I am. It's a birthday weekend celebration, so I'm okay. feeling good. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Okay. Thank you. I'm ready, Thank I'm you, ready to celebrate too. You're welcome, sweetie. Uh, well, I'll be seeing you in person soon. Okay. All right. Good. Looking forward to a wonderful celebratory weekend. Okay. Well, all right, Mom. Any special um, plans that you don't want to talk oh, about? Oh, well, we're going to go to Uchi, uh, a restaurant in uh, downtown oh. Dallas. And so I will let you know all about it. It's, it's sushi. You know, I love sushi. Sushi yeah. oh, and steak. Okay. I can't go wrong oh. without sushi and steak. All right. That sounds good. Oh, you're going to Uchi. Everything's going to be Gucci. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. sounds wonderful. And then we'll, all be right, standing, we'll be staying in the downtown area. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what okay, happens. Okay. Fabulous. Okay. So uh, I can't wait to hear about it. I'll see you over the weekend. Okay. All right. So let, let's uh, tell everybody what we are sipping on. Uh, oldie but goodie. We're going to do some tequila because you know I love tequila. Time okay. to get the party started. Some ego tequila uh, from our girl, Miss Ricky Kelly, Ma. Okay. Here is to raise your glasses. Forgot to say that. Okay. Here's to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. Salud. Salud. Excellent. Whew. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta take a breather. Okay. Your Place or Mine is the movie that we're gonna start off with, Ma. We have two movies this week. This is starring Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. It is a romantic comedy in which they play best friends who are total opposites and who live on opposite sides of the country. Reese's character is in California and she's a single mom. And Ashton is in New York, and he is a playboy, playboy bachelor. Ma, what are your thoughts on your place or mine? Oh, I forgot to mention a, a little small role from Jesse Williams. Okay. Okay. What I'm going to say is everybody stay home. Stay in your own place, okay? This wasn't worth the effort of going out, okay? Wasn't worth the effort of pressing the button on your remote control, Okay. Mm -hmm. I give it a super duper duper hooch. It is a sub hooch. Okay. Listen, y'all, you know, I call it like it is. I call it the way I see it. I couldn't stand the torture for longer than an hour. After an hour, I bailed. And that's what I have to say about it. Okay. The only thing I saw in here that was worthwhile at all mm -hmm. was Ashton Kutcher's had some nice cars. And for those who like cars, he has some gorgeous looking cars. The end. Well, I will say that, you know, Reese Witherspoon, we normally, you know, expect more of her because, I, you know, I think that Reese has, you know, some some decent acting chops. Ashton, well, Ashton just always looked nice. And so that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, to me, it was very incomplete. It seems as though they forgot to finish. They forgot to piece some parts of the movie together. There was a lot of things to me that were very silly. Um, adding in Jesse Williams in, I, you know, I like Jesse Williams. He just didn't seem to fit in with all of this nonsense going on. Um, and the biggest problem with it was that Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher were never really in the same place at the same time for any significant amount of time. And they were no Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And um, also they didn't have any chemistry to me. I think it that was, was, a, it was issue. the biggest it was the biggest waste of time. Like I said, I after an hour in, I'm like, no, there's no redemption for this movie. I'm out. No I'm, way. I'm with you. I'm giving a hooch four. I'm giving it a hooch two. Okay. On to our second movie of the week, uh, which is Somebody I Used to Know, which was directed by Dave Franco, my, you know, James Franco's uh, brother. And okay. he also is married to the lead actress in that movie, Alison Brie. 
Okay. So they Good. wrote a so family affair. Good. They they wrote the screenplay and he directed it. Um, it also stars Jay Ellis, and everybody knows Jay Ellis from um Insecure and the game, and he was also in Top Gun. So okay. Allison's character is a TV producer who is a workaholic. She's always on her grind. Um, when her work pauses, she returns home and starts to question her life, and she meets up with an ex played by Jay Ellis. And they start reminiscing over their past until she finds out that he is engaged. So my, what are your thoughts on somebody I used to know? You know what? It was okay. All right. All, all in all, it was better than I thought it was going to be. It was headed in one direction. And I thought it was going to be going down the wrong road. And I was about two steps from getting angry with the writers. And then all of a sudden it took a turn and became a bit more believable and had a bit more sustainability. Jay Ellis, eh, uh, you know, the jury's still out on him, but he was kind of sweet overall in, mm -hmm. in the end in this movie. He was kind of understanding and you kind of wanted to give him a hug and a kiss in the end. You know, I thought he was going to be a typical uh, simple-minded knucklehead for a while, but mm -hmm. somewhere along the line, we realized he was a little more deaf to him than we thought. Mm -hmm. And and it turned out to be more interesting than I thought it was going to be and more believable. And uh, not bad, not bad. I would give it a premium. I would give it a premium. Mm, I'd say it's maybe six and a half, seven. Premium. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I'm in agreement with you um, on the rating. Um, it turned, it, I really thought it was going to be a cliche. Like, you Me know, from, too. From the beginning. Me too. And, I, was, um, I was starting to get annoyed and, and then they came up with some nice surprises. Right, and they didn't take that, they didn't go down that route and that was really good. And Alison Brie, who, you know, is the lead, she is a co-writer for the screenplay. And so they, you know, they didn't go down the typical road of, you know, we, we're not going to tell you guys because I, I would recommend you watch it. Um, I am giving it, giving it a premium. Um, I probably will give it maybe a seven premium because I okay. thought it was a little bit different than what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And, and, and Jay Ellis, was, he was really pretty good. And so was his leading lady. Uh, Kiersey Clemens. Yes, yeah, Here's, she, she, is, she was kind of charming it, in it as well. Is her name? Yes. Okay. All okay. Right. Okay. So uh, let's move on to some TV series, and so uh, we want to talk about you season four uh, because I finished up to episode five, which is like yeah, me too. I'm, with you. I'm up to episode five. I think that's current. I think that's it. That's, that's it. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to release yeah. new episodes in March. My, I don't know how you felt about it. I'm not. I didn't like this season as much as I've liked the previous seasons. Um, I thought, I, yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry, sweetie. Go ahead. I thought you were stopping for me. Go ahead. No, I was I was just going to say that um, I appreciate them trying to do something different and something bold. But to me, I didn't like the supporting cast enough. Like Penn Bagley, he he does a good job as being Joe and, and this, I guess he was Jonathan, right? He assumed that. Yeah, it was Jonathan in this one, Jonathan the professor. Right. Uh, but I, I like Penn Bagley and he um, I do is, too. and he's a good dude outside of this. He he's really like very socially active and everything. He's he's a good person. Yeah. Um, from all from what I hear. Yeah. Uh but uh the the support of women that they had, uh Kate, I, I'm not I don't really particularly care for her. You know, she's blah. Uh, Phoebe is okay. I, I don't know. Um, the, and the idea of Joe being the victim was something a little bit different. But I, that I was just, very different. Because you're, you're always wondering, is it really him? And right. they're, yeah, they're playing games with us. Is it really him? Right. You know, um, and in this case, it really was not him. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I thought it was all over the place. I thought it was very, you know, disjointed, you know, something over here, something over there, 50,000 subplots all leading up to nothing. And and I thought the people were just so nasty. They were rich. They were nasty. They were super condescending. Um, they were just horrible. They were horrible, horrible people who thought everyone was jealous of them and their lives was nothing but emptiness. They weren't about anything but spending money, getting high and being malicious. And mm -hmm. if they didn't have money, they were scheming on trying to get money. 
And, uh, you know, and I thought it was, I, I didn't, you didn't see much love, much warmth, much nothing, you know, and, um, I, you know, and Joe, well, Jonathan, he really did not even fit into this. He didn't fit into that world. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that I think that's a one-off. I don't think they're going to be, you know, revisiting that. And I'm glad that in the, I'm glad that it ended the way it ended, mm -hmm. you know, with, uh, with, with Kate, with the mm -hmm. whole thing with him and Kate, I'm glad yeah. that that he called his shot in the end because yeah. no, because even though somehow he is a serial killer, yeah. he somehow is a serial killer who at times shows empathy. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds very odd, but mm -hmm. at times he has a heart. At yeah. times he's not mean or condescending. And, my, and we're, and we're going to have to revisit that because uh, Penn Bagley talked about people's obsession with some of these serial killers. And he he addressed it. And I want to get into that on another episode. Right. OK, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Ma. So, uh, you know, I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was as fantastic as the previous season. What's, what are we at? Season five now? Where we're at I'm, season four. We're, season we're four. Ha I, halfway of season four. Of season four. I really thought so far. Mm -hmm. You know, what we've seen mm -hmm. in season four, I didn't think it was as good as season three. Yeah, I thought season mm -hmm. three, I thought was the best season. I like so far. The first, the first season and the third, I'm going to say third season was the best. And then the first season was the second best. However, that having been said, it was good. It just wasn't off the chain good like the previous season. Yeah, it was I just didn't like the other characters. I guess that's where I, it was I didn't my either. Issue. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't like the other characters, and it was kind of Agatha Christie-ish, mm -hmm. you know, the you know the murder in the castle and all that. Only it wasn't up to that standard, you know. It okay. was like, uh, you know, they just sort of got a little bit lazy with the plot. It's like they bit off Agatha Christie, but not as good. Right, that kind of thing. Except for the lead character, who is very well, good. Yeah, and he's always good. Pin Bagley is good. So. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, second series, and we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it because it's still, um, you know, the, the episodes are still in the process of being aired. So is uh, the Last of Us? We're at episode five, and I thought I thought this was another excellent episode from them. Um, however, oh, I did too. I did too. However, we know there's going to be a lot of sadness with it, you know, um, because it's this apocalyptic, uh, yeah. you know, slash dystopian, uh, you know, genre. Yeah. And so and so we just know that's what it's going to be. And once again, the writing was excellent. The mm -hmm. writing was excellent. If you can make the best out of a, you know, just a horrible, disastrous and tragic situation. Uh, the writing was really good, was really, really good. Yeah. I don't know how much in detail you want to go into no, it. I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time with it, but you, you know, just in general, like what happened in this episode, you know, in the, in the introduction of the, the brother of the older brother, and then the, the young eight-year-old brother who it, who was uh, hearing impaired, uh, it was just very sad and very tragic. And we knew, we kind of knew from the beginning that these characters weren't going to survive, but I thought- But, the way, were, they, but the way they died was even more heartbreaking. Uh, right. I, I thought that they were going to get it uh, by the infected. I thought the infected were going to take them out. I didn't think that- Well, well they kind of well, did. Well, the infected yeah. kind of did they take did. out you're, the, the you're, youngest brother. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I, you know, I just felt- I just felt so bad for them, you know. Um, I thought, uh, what's her name? Melanie Linsky. And my, you always call her Rose. Rose from I call her uh, Rose. Two and a half, two and a half she, her name was Rose for years when she was uh, two and a half men. But, uh, we, but my, we got to give her a lot of credit. She has a lot of range and she has graduated she does, way above. She, oh boy, because she was, she really played a terrible character. In, yeah. in this episode, oh my goodness, she played she this, but you know, but the infected had something for her. The monsters, right. not just the infected, the actual monsters had something for her. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, so, you know, um, I thought it was excellent. I recommend you guys, if you haven't started watching Good. The Last of Us, watch for it. Those, for those who are, you know, not into that, you know, kind of sci-fi, apocalyptic, dystopian, more apocalyptic kind of thing, 
let me tell you, this is an exception to the rule. It's worth it. It is so interesting. You know, just watch an episode or two and you will get into it. It is really good. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a fan. Okay, we're going to move on to um, another show, um, which is Harlem. And Harlem, they have much, much, much better writing this season. And I have to give them credit for that. Um, I am really oh, yes. enjoying those, those the journey. Those young ladies are doing their thing. Yes, they are. I, I'm yeah. totally enjoying the journey, Ma. Um, we can break I down a little too. bit with uh, Camille, Camille's character, which is Megan Good. Um, you know, she had a, the, this, this episode was a little bit more serious in the theme because, you know, she had a pregnancy scare or so she thought it was a pregnancy scare and she had to come from the, you know, the... The, I guess with the truth or reality of she may not be able to have a biological child or she may have difficulty in having, you know, yeah. children. Yeah. And and it was something that was interesting because it was something that she was taking for granted, you know, and then the um the lesbian character, Ty, didn't even think anything about it. And she just was coming along with her friend Camille. And she found out that, oh, well, she's very fertile. And she, you yeah, know, she, had, she has just an abundance of eggs to be frozen for right. later development. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Ty is trying to find a sense of belonging. And, you know, does she need to get into a partnership? And, you know, her character is a little bit interesting. Um, I don't think there's a, I think there's more depth that, or, or more info that we need to find out about Ty because, she keeps it close to the vest. Right. But I think her character is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Ty, you know, uh, I'd like to know more about Ty's character because she definitely, she's still fighting with this ex-husband. And I don't know, when she went to stay with the friends, well, I'm not sure what she learned from that. If she felt like she needed to be out there more to connect to someone, it, you know, I'm not sure if that made her feel like she wanted to be more in a, you know, in a partnership with someone or not. I'm still unclear about that. I don't know yeah. where she was going with that piece of it. But we will see, you know, in yeah. future episodes, we will see. Who my heart breaks for is Quinn, you know. Uh, no, let, I'm, okay. okay. Go ahead. No, 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 go, go. No, I just, I wanted, because I wanted to save Quinn for last for this one, yeah, okay. if we could. Because okay. yeah. um, I just wanted to say, Angie, there was a little bit of uh, they they took her and made her into a person who needs affection and love and attention a- as opposed to just always, you know, the physical need. And her meeting the guy that was supposed to be with Quinn and Quinn didn't have any type of romantic feelings for him at all. No. Um, him just kind of, you know, he helping her good. out. He was yeah. Hel- helping well, her out. She rode that bike. Right, he, that bike right. And he that, was very that was supportive, so, self affirming for her. Right, right. Oh, and, that was really good. And I and I really, I really liked that. And I want to give them props for that because I feel like her character was is the character that I have the most issues with because right. it's always just about sex, 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 and sex is great. And you know, what else is that, there? Right, you know, underneath that, there's a lot of fear and insecurities that she's not dealing with. Right. And she's just using a substitute for, as opposed to trying to develop a relationship with someone. You right. know, so I love that. And I love how she was so afraid of riding the bike. And, you know, and finally she got someone who just was determined, you're going to ride this bike. And and that was just, just the sweetest thing. I love that. Because that's how we really are. You know, we right. really have these, all these different silly little things that we just ignore nor you know but we would really like to confront them and uh so it it just was great i love what the writers did with that with with uh you know with her character go ahead and with quinn i know you i just i just wanted to say with quinn it's just a kind of simple thing that quinn is just so heartbroken quinn is just so heartbroken she always jumps right in and you know and gets her heart broken and when you don't want her to change, you want her to keep that openness, you know, and that believe in love, but you wanted to put a little more protection around her heart, mm-hmm. just a little more protection, mm-hmm. you know, or either just hold back a little bit and let or even stand still and let things come to her. 
You know, she's always leaping forward. And when you leap at things, they back up. Right. That's a normal instinct. And she's just not understanding. Quinn, if you just take it easy, calm down. Don't leap. You know, even stand still. Even just stand still a little bit and let someone and something come to you. And Quinn hasn't learned that yet. And she's like perpetually heartbroken. Yeah. You no, know. you you yeah. are you are yeah. completely correct about that. So, um, so, so let's see what the writers do with Quinn's character. Let's see what they do because I think in real life she probably knows that well. Well, <laughs> Mark, come character. on, these are actors. Her, yeah, her character is very endearing and very sweet. You yeah. know, so so let's see how that goes. Okay, so let so um you know, but I'm, I'm very Harlem. happy. I'm very happy with Harlem right now. Yeah. I'm very happy with them. I'm happy. And and you know what? And I want to give Megan Good a shout out too, because she's been in the game for a long time. And she didn't necessarily have, you know, some of the best work that we saw on film. Right. But she's right. been very consistent and hardworking. And yeah, this I, is a and good I like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I think it's a I think it's a very good look for Megan. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to Megan Good. So shout out to Megan. That's right. All right, man. We got to do a couple of updates before we go into out of pocket or on the okay. Okay. So um these are these are not really that great, not that happy. Um, but you know, we want to send positive vibes. So first off is uh Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania. Um, he checked himself into a hospital to receive treatment for clinical depression. We know he suffered a stroke and, you know, had to be hospitalized at a later date um, for feeling lightheaded. So I wanted to send him positive vibes. And I think it's really good that he is getting treatment. And, and that's right. He's that's right. About it. That's right. Good for you. That's a good look for you. And I wish you much success, you know, um, you know, and and just good health. I wish you good health, mental and physical. I wish you good health. Okay. Okay. Um, and second um, is Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with frontal temporal dementia. And I wanted to send his family prayers and, you know, just positivity. Because um, yeah. Bruce Willis, you know, we have seen him in so many different films. And I've I've always enjoyed Bruce Willis and his different Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. And shows. Yeah, you of know, course. And so just sending him positive vibes. Yeah. And and good luck to you. And I don't know if that's something that you recover from or that's something that you manage. In either event, best of look, luck to you um, for the best possible outcome. Okay. Um, so now we're going to transition into uh, some ratchet behavior. Okay. So out of pocket or on the money. All right, I'm ready so, for you. So Monique shared a lengthy message suggesting that she felt slighted by Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley when they spoke about her performance in the suspense film, The Reading, years after being blackballed from Hollywood. So Monique portrays Emma, who copes with the trauma of a deadly home invasion by writing a book, and she grapples with the grief and the stress. And then, you know, she turns to a um a psychic to help her so they say she's a great actress said Shepard noting people often underestimate stars who transition from stand-up to the big screen personality wise she is always getting in trouble always Shepard continued if it's not with another comic deal Hughley it's with the industry somebody so Monique was not happy uh, you know, she said, you then attempted to show a connection between my personality and me being blackballed. She, she prefaced everything by saying thank you for the compliment. Uh, between me, between my personality and me being blackballed, along with the fallout I had with brother D.L. Hughley. First thing, kids with their parents, criminals with the law, and slaves with their masters get into trouble. And last time I checked, I don't fit into any of these categories to get into trouble with anyone mentioned, do you too? So was Monique out of pocket or on the money? You know, I gave a thorough opinion of Monique some time ago. Mm -hmm. And I can just refer everybody back to that. 
And I will just add this update, this addendum, and I'm not going in on her again because I went in on her very efficiently, you know, not that long ago, some months ago. I don't yes, know you did. Yeah. I will simply say this, and nothing has changed. And Monique, I'm going to say just very succinctly, mm -hmm. Monique needs to shut her mouth and go to work. Mm -hmm. I don't know when this thing, the reading was done, but Lee Daniels is somehow involved in it. I don't know if it's old or new or what the hell it is, okay? But I saw uh, not a snippet, but an ad for it. And there was some involvement with Lee Daniels. Oh, I guarantee, because when I saw it, I'm like, well, when was this? You know, because okay. she was so much she was so much in a fight with Lee Daniels at one mm -hmm. point. I don't know if this is before or after. This is this is after, but this is in 2023. Uh, well, 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 pull it up and you'll see Lee Daniels' name accredited for something. I don't know well, what he did. He's a director, normally. He's, but, he didn't know. direct this, though. Well, I don't he know. Has, he may be well, a I can, I can assure you he did something because his name was there because I said to myself, Lee Daniels, you know. Um, in any event, Monique needs to shut her damn mouth. She doesn't need to respond to everything. She needs to shut her mouth and show some grace. Okay. Okay. She needs to show some grace and go to work. That's what she needs to do. And that's all I'm going to say about her. I, yeah. I've had it. She's already created that monster. How much bigger does she want the monster to be? Shut your mouth and go to work. Okay. I mean, if you, I'm, don't, want people, if you don't want people saying that about you, don't put it out there. Right. And why are you continuing that narrative? That's what I'm so, saying. How yeah. you get that monster's out there? How much bigger do you want it? You know, no. And then you got the nerve to act like you're sensitive and offended. You put it out there. If that's not what you want out there, don't put it out there. That's what oh. I have to say to me. Shut your mouth and go to work, Monique, okay? Otherwise, mm -hmm. people are going to call you the way they see you. Okay, so let's move on to- And um, refer to my earlier video about you, Monique. On my early earlier podcast on you, okay. All right, so let's move on to K. Michelle, and you know K. Michelle, my the singer, the hip surgery. Yes, okay. okay. So she said she's had over one hundred personal assistants. She's Good. had to fire them all. Good. She, she says one of them. Yeah, because she didn't need them. Because she ain't doing shit. She's she didn't need them. What what did she need them for? I don't even know why she hired them in the first place. She Let's said one of them couldn't hang up two TVs and there were six people involved that came to her house. Oh, she, oh she called the handyman, the personal assistant. Oh, well, she said oh, she... Um, oh, yeah, personal assistant doesn't hang TVs. She said That's she didn't want to... handyman does. She didn't want to oh, pay oh, them. She just, she's not even understanding what she's saying. Oh, no wonder. Oh, you call those... Per oh, I've had maybe a thousand. I don't, oh, I've had a lot of those. Stop it. Call them handymen. <laughs> didn't you... Handymen, maintenance men, right? Construction people, right? I call them my contractors. My way, my way, I call them my husband. <laughs> right. You call them your husband. I would have called mine my husband, except they couldn't, couldn't do shit. But anyway, <laughs> you know, do you call those personal assistants? Oh boy, K Michelle. Oh boy. Okay. You Wait, she said, my, she said mm. they wanted two thousand a week. And she said, no. Mm -mm. So then she had now because she didn't have it to give. That's why <laughs> I told you why she fired him. How you unemployed and you hiring somebody? That's funny. <laughs> she, I didn't say independently wealthy. Other points, Kay Michelle. If it wasn't for the hip surgery, I wouldn't even know who she was. Go ahead. Then she said, then she said that she uh she had another uh, candidate who revealed that they would do cocaine over the holidays. And this was during an interview. But mind you, my K. Michelle bought them two drinks during the interview. What type of interview is that? Have you been on an interview where somebody bought you a couple of drinks? Well, <laughs> okay. okay. What kind of interview? Not not a job interview. Uh, you, you know, I mean, when you going on dates, you want to call those interviews because Kay Michelle gets things confused because she's talking about hanging TVs. Those are not personal assistants. People hanging TVs, okay? Personal assistants are people who take care of your business work, your secretarial work, your clerical work, even may, maybe your personal errands. They don't do things in the house like that. 
Yeah. I guess I guess it was I guess the personal assistant fixed the toilet and stuff too. What oh, do gosh. you mean? Those yeah. are not personal assistants. No, it seems as though she's getting confused about the 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 um, job descriptions. I don't think she knows what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. And this person, she bought drinks and talking about it was an interview. <laughs> she might have thought it was a friend. You know, they have listen. They have an app called My Buddy. They have an app where you can um rent a friend. I'm telling you, I, I believe you. Uh, I, I'm I believe telling you. you, it I was a whole court case, and she was suing the buddy because the buddy. Okay, all right, my, my, okay. come on. But anyhow, K Michelle does not know what the hell she's talking about. Hey. K Michelle is confused. Ma, can I just say the other couple of things that she mentioned? She also said another assistant couldn't get right the reservations. Uh, the reservations were supposed to be for four people at five. PM and they confused it and they made it for 4 PM. So she fired him just real good. And yeah, let me tell you said, something. I don't trust Kay Michelle. She probably gave us something to ask backwards. I don't and, even trust her. And then she said another candidate, uh, well, future candidate goal was she asked them what their goal was and they said to be sexy. And they um, started showing her a picture of their pornographic Instagram profile. Well, I guess they figured it was her. Somebody who's made the ass surgery popular or unpopular. I guess they figured she, that's what she would like. Maybe they figured that's the criteria she would use to hire them. Because she's, she's got everything all jumbled up. She doesn't know what she's hiring. These Ma, I, so is this out of pocket or on the money her firing all these people? Uh, just a fool. It's, it's completely out of pocket. It's just a fool all the way around. And what she was hiring one person for, she needed to be hiring multiple people for. Oh God! Oh and, God. and plus, and plus, she couldn't even afford to pay him. If you want me to be everything and do everything, you got to pay me like that. <laughs> How you asking me to be the, the chef, the cook, the handyman, the contractor? You know, the secretary, the the CFO, the CEO. I'm everything, and then you can't afford to pay me. She oh. sounds like she's crazy. Oh gosh! You can hey, if you can pay me enough, you can call me anything. <laughs> you pay me enough, and then you can't even pay. And so far, she's named about several different fields that she wants the people to work in. Okay, um, she's you, like, oh, you, oh, no. you're on a roll today, Bob. Before my before I get into uh, the the next um, out of pocket or um, on the money, I just saw this pop up on my phone. And I know I'm supposed to have my phone off, but um, it said that the honeymoon is over for Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. This is rumors. Blake Shelton suffering burnout in marriage to Gwen Stefani. Pals fear couples falling out of love. Do you want to comment on that? No, let's just let them alone and let them do whatever they need to do. They're two good looking people and they'll be fine whichever way. And they have, you know, a few dollars. Let them go ahead. If they can either, you know, maybe they'll stay in love, maybe they won't. That that doesn't sound concrete to me yet. Maybe no. they maybe they did break up, maybe they didn't. It didn't say that they broke up. It just says that there's Well, some nobody issues. knows. Nobody knows if they were ever even in love in the beginning. Let them do what they do. And maybe they still are and good luck to them. I like them both. They're fine. Good. Go ahead. Keep yeah, it that's yeah. that's according to love, right love makes love makes the world go round. So Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so we're gonna move on. So my um, so this is about Mike Tyson. So oh, oh. I I know. So oh, Fat oh, Fat oh. Joe said Mike Tyson offered a car to have sex with Remy Ma. Okay, and so Remy Ma, you know, talked about it, and she said that. She Wait a minute. Oh, go ahead. Finish. She was. This is a long time ago. She said, I was a kid. I was a teenager. Okay. And then she clarified it. And she said she wasn't a kid. She just said that she was really she was young. young. And yeah. it was weird. And she said that, you know, she's mad that the story even came out. And she said she was scared. And she's scared now. I don't even know what to say. And then they asked her, was she offended by it? And she says, no, you know, people try to have sex with me for free. So I'm not, you know, offended by it. And Fat Joe went on to say how he, um, Mike Tyson invited them into the house and Mike Tyson was open the door butt naked and he was trying to hit, you know, hit on Remy Ma. And yeah. uh, Fat Joe was like, nah, that's like my little sister. You know, you know, you're going to have to back off. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? Oh, he had a Benz. He said that he was going to give her a Benz if she just stayed the night with him. Oh, well, look, it never did happen. You know, you know what I mean? If if was a fifth, 
you know, she didn't stay. She didn't get to Ben's. Who knows how true that was? Who knows? Mike? Well, it was true. Wait, listen, Mom. That was true. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Was was my question? Was Fat Joe out of pocket for telling the story? Because my the story got released. Because oh, so Fat you Joe, just asking me the question. I thought I had the question. Go I ahead. know. Fat Joe was sitting down with okay. Mike Tyson on Mike Tyson's podcast, and this is how the story came out. So was Fat Joe out of pocket for releasing this story or yes. telling this? Okay. Yes, Fat Joe was that. If Fat Joe wanted to tell on somebody, let him tell on his own fat ass. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't a, care. I don't care. Yeah. Fat Joe is not right. Don't say fat. He calls himself fat. That's okay. his name. I'm not calling him. No, this. I'm using fat as a proper noun. That's his okay. name. Okay. I'm not saying I but did. He, speak, I did and he's also ass. thinner too. Well, aren't we all? But in, in any event, this is what I want to say. I'm only calling him that because he's being wrong. Okay. No, he had no business telling. That's not his place. I'm not going on there telling your business. I might go on there and tell my own. You yeah. know, and laugh and joke about my own, but I'm not going on there exposing other people's business. Mm-hmm. I might tell you, I might, I could see Remy Ma telling the story because it's about her. You know, that's different, but um, but it ain't really about the fact, Joe. You claim you were, you know, you stepped in and advocated on behalf of of a Remy Ma. That's nice, but the story that you was telling was really about Mike Tyson and Remy Ma. Remy yeah. Ma wasn't really. Telling a story about your own. What did you do? Right. Did you offer what to do what to you? You maybe didn't have no bins to offer. What did you have to offer to do what to you? Hmm. Go ahead, man. Like Fat Joe, though. Fat Joe's doing the best he could. That that wasn't nice. That wasn't nice, Fat Joe. That wasn't nice. Right. No, no, you didn't need to do that. Don't try to make nobody else look small to make yourself look big. Oh, you the hero of the day. Oh, I'm ex- I, you you the big hero of the story. What about stories where you was doing what you didn't have no business doing? Well, yeah. he said yeah. that he wasn't right. And he said that but he, he didn't, didn't kind of. But did he go in and tell stories about people who were right there? He didn't. He no, didn't he did not. In. No, no, it wasn't his place to tell that. No, I, no, that wasn't his place. And I'm invite you on my show, and this is what you're talking about. You trying to make me look bad? Nah, no, he was I, out of pocket. I can't with you, Bob. Okay, I, no, no, it's, no. Come on now. That's I got it. All no, right, I, would, I would not invite him back to my show again. That's for sure. All right, and the last person um, that we want to talk about is Buster Rhymes. Man, did you hear about with the whole incident with Buster Rhymes? Which one? So apparently a a woman decided that she was going to try and grab, you know, Buster Rhymes behind. And there's like 11 second clip in which a woman is seen walking behind Buster Rhymes' entourage and she suddenly lunges toward him and copping a feel of his backside and Buster Rhymes um, threw a drink at her and splashed others around. So um, she said that she shouldn't have done it. And I think, I don't know if Buster Rhymes, you know, said maybe he overreacted. But do you think he was out of pocket or on the money for throwing water uh, water at her? Um, I don't know how. A drink. I don't know how it went down. Did it go down? She grabbed him and he did it right away instinctively. Yeah, it's 11 Uh, seconds. No, no, no. He was not out of pocket because if I'm out in the street and somebody just grabbed me, I don't know what they trying to do. Well, if they grab your butt, you do. If they grab any part of me like that, I don't know what they're trying to do. But in particular, if they grab my butt, if you just push me, but you are right. No, if you just push me or my arm or this or that, I would just think you wanted me to move over or it was just crowded or something. You know, I wouldn't think anything about that. But if you start grabbing me in areas that are considered sexual areas, you know, and then, you know, or something like that, then yes, I might throw something on you. I might throw something on you for sure because I don't know where this is going. What, what's right. going on here? You know, what are you trying to do to me? No, no, you know, she brought that on herself. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah no. I agree with you. Don't, I don't, first of all, I don't like just random people touching me, okay? Right. And strangers like right. coming up to you but see, that's out in, in the street. That's in the sexual manner. If you're just yeah. a person who's touching me, uh, like, you know, oh, uh, you know, move over or like you, like I say, it's crowded or this or that. I wouldn't think anything of that because that right. can happen out in public. You know, plenty of us have gotten pushed and shoved and everything else. I know I have plenty times, you know, but not oh, sexual yeah. like that. 
Well, yeah, in crowds, in crowds, people get, what you mean, oh, ma? You haven't been in places where somebody brushed past you or you needed to make room or or you brushed past somebody. You know, come on, people. No, I've never experienced that in my life. Well, unfortunately, my I'm entourage, joking. My entourage I'm hasn't always protected me. The people I, that I know that are around me, they pick me up and lift right. me above right. the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I was too heavy. They didn't pick me up, but go ahead. I'm joking. No, listen, I have no problem with what Buster did. Yeah. No, no, Buster, that was just a, almost a, just a normal reaction, you know? Yeah. Okay. So my, let's move on to our favorite reality show. I don't know if this is our favorite reality show anymore, um, but of the week, we're going to talk about Married at First Sight. So let's go. Let's start my, with the least dramatic couple, uh, which is Chris and Nicole. And they showed a lot of caring, maturity, and just sacrificing um, in this episode. I don't know how I don't know how mature Chris was the way he was boohooing over that dog. Well, Nicole was. Dogs. Nicole, Nicole was. Nicole was, was right because it's just a short time. It's just for the duration of the program, however long that is. You know, it's the it's the uh, shared apartment there that the show provides that's not allowing them to have more than two dogs or whatever the limit is. Right. You know, so what? You know why? You know why did he think it was necessary to cry that hard mm-hmm. over being separated from a dog for a short amount of time or alternating the dogs between his and hers for mm-hmm. a very short amount of time? To me, he was overreacting. I thought the dog was dead. You know, I thought a, do- a dog or two was dead. Well, I'm you know, I I'm gave, a lover. My, you know. I give all the credit to Nicole. And Nicole, Nicole did her thing. She right. was very sweet, very accommodating. And, you know, and I don't know exactly how they really ended up doing it. But I tell you one thing, we'd be we'd be alternating, swapping the dogs out. OK, mm-hmm. I'm not getting rid of my dogs completely. And you nor should you get rid of yours completely. We swap in and out, you know, we alternate. So, you know, and I hope that that's the way it went down because she was making sure everything, you know, for 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 him, for her. And, and that was in the situation that she brought on herself. That was something beyond her control, you know. And um, I, I thought Chris, Chris is a sweet guy, but I thought he totally was going boohooing like the dogs were dead. I thought something tragic happened yeah, from the too. preview clips. Yeah. You All know, right. like, oh, so, on, so let's move on to another couple that wasn't as dramatic. But, but I, I like them together. But yeah. I like them together so far. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on to a couple that wasn't as dramatic, but I don't have any faith in them. Um, that's Kirsten and Shaq. Um, they didn't have really any issues this week but I don't believe in them at all. We do see, we do see previews, uh, clips of where she's not really attracted to him and something about Kirsten. Well, that's seems, what we've seen all along. Kirsten seems very naive okay. and juvenile when it comes to relationships, just based on what I've seen so far. So I don't know. I, what I, don't, I don't like Kirsten. I don't like Kirsten. I mean, I'm sure Shaq has his issues too, but overall, he's just a much nicer person than her. He comes across that way. You know, he may have his different stuff. I'm sure he's only human, you know. I'm not saying he walks on water, but I'm saying, you know, he presents as a much more pleasant person than her overall, or he certainly has a much better attitude toward this um, relationship, but I don't buy it. You know, I don't buy it. He's all fawning over her, and she's like, uh, you know, everything, but this just not get too touchy-feely or intimate. I'm not buying it. You know, yeah. I don't like it. He's a grown man. She's a grown woman. I, I'm not I'm not buying it. That's not all right with him. And why should it be? Yeah. No. I, I, I'm not buying it. You know, the, it comes across as very fake and unauthentic. I think, I think even Shaq at this point, I think he's looking at it as just an opportunity to be on TV. I don't even think he, but he's, he's a smart grown man. He's a smart, smart, grown man. Okay. Okay. So Uh, what what smart, grown man thinks this is good? You know, he does not. Okay. Let's move on for them. Um, Next is Dominique and McKinley. And to me, they're just not a good fit at all. Uh, McKinley is, he's very immature. He's not settled. He's living with others. Right. I, I I tried to have give him the benefit of the doubt in the beginning, but he is going down 
Like he just every came out there for the show. He just in the area for the show. Where, where and and Dominic wasn't attracted to him from the beginning. So if she and wasn't Dom attracted to Dominic, him, everything listen, is going down with his Dominic personal wasn't, but she career. ain't doing nothing but complaining about him 24-7. Oh, yeah. So, so she complains about him all the time with her little sing-song whiny self, mm -hmm. you know. And she is kind of condescending toward him. But guess what? He brought it on himself. Yeah. He's not presenting as any type of mature man. So I'm about sick of both of them. So yeah. whatever. That's a dud. Whatever. Um, just an a dud, right? Another, another dud, Gina and Clint. And this was just too much because we understand that Gina felt some way that old Clint was, you know, body shaming. But she started the ball when she started, when she said to him that she wasn't attracted to him and she didn't yeah, really like cool. redheads. All this ginger stuff she, yeah. as, you know, listen, let me tell you something. Uh, uh, Clint or Gina, who whichever one, but Clint, I would say, just pack your stuff and go on back sailing and right. fly your planes and whatever you do. Just go on back to your adventure because guess what? It ain't here, but guess what? It's something, somebody good is out there for you and you too, Gina, you know, mm -hmm. but just go ahead. I don't like the way the show is presented, presenting everything as though Gina ain't the one who started the ball rolling. Right. Clint might be keeping it rolling, but she started it. Right. But not for her being so insensitive. He wouldn't felt he wouldn't have felt comfortable sharing his feelings. You and, know, and so, and you know no. what, Ma? And she also has an unrealistic view of herself. Like instead of saying I that, agree. oh, you know, I have curves, and you know, respecting the curves that she has, she's like, oh, I'm slender, like. Why is she saying that? Like, why? Why would Not, she say that? Yeah, she right. All we have to do is roll back to when the camera zeroed in on all the fat hanging off on her thighs well, and, listen, and lumps of cellulite. My, no, no, they did it. But every they woman has cellulite. I have cellulite. You know, I know that. Yeah, you know, I know that. I'm not saying that. See, no. See, now you being defensive. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. saying she. The camera exposed her as a liar. Yeah, he's saying how slim she is, but how come they 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 listen? They don't zero in on everybody. Say like they did that to her. They don't zero in on that because they could zero in. They haven't shown any of the other women's, and you know they didn't have it do. And that was weird. That was very you know, strange. That, that the cameras they did, did that. They did yeah. the camera did that. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't know. Yeah. We wouldn't see it. She's had on cover ups everything most of the way. So now you know the uh, Clint, Gina, either, any one of y'all, just pack your bags now. Don't even waste our time. We, ain't even, we don't even have to hang out for decision day because you already have the decisions. You're both rating each other somewhere of five, five and a half. That's failing everywhere. Forget it. Terrible, J terrible. Keep My, and the final couple, Jasmine and Aries. Just no, just no. Can, can I just go in? Aries, Aries, go back to the streets. Jasmine, you know, go find you a nice man who respects you, appreciates and stop you, waiting and loves for you. Aries. Just oh, stop waiting on him like yeah. he's a king tut or somebody, you know. Right. Stop waiting on him, okay? Wait for him to bring you a couple grapes or, right. or, or massage your feet and all these other different. Well, he's not grapes. going to. Yeah, but wait for that, okay? Before you declare your undying love, girl. He's please. demanding. He, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I can't stand him. What is as, I don't as, if, like as if he's um as if he's better than average at best. Eggs, you are average at best, okay? Yeah. And even below that, with your attitude, you are average at best, okay? And and uh, Jasmine, girl, stop. What's wrong with you? And Shaq is more attractive mm -hmm. and appealing than Aris. Way so I, don't, I don't know. Oh, I'd much rather walk and walk down the street, walk into any place and, and, and show up with my man and my man be uh, Shaq. Right. Not that heiress. Right. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. stand heiress. He's disrespectful on, to women. Sis. Just everything. You know, kick rocks. It's ridiculous. Going out there with your woman cousin. Going back to the streets where you from. My three things that made you smile. Sun, the stars, the moon. Uh, oh, let me see the, what else. That, Sun, the stars, the moon, and uh, I don't know. Uh, all right, all right, good, I'll call. Good cocktails, so much. Yes, you know, I, good cocktails. How about that? All right, I'm gonna say Patrick Mahomes drunk in the parade. That was the most hilarious thing. I love it. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes with his drunken bass. 
He yeah. was so funny with his drunken bass voice. Oh, yes. that was so funny. I loved it. Uh, number two, it's NBA All-Star uh, Weekend, Ma. So I'm excited about that. You know, I love my sports and, you know, I love the NBA and NFL. But it's gonna well, be let's fun. see what kind of energy they bring because the last couple of years, they haven't been as exciting. Especially let's the see. slam dunk. Now, that's what I was going to say. Let's see how, what they do. for. They haven't been as exciting since uh, Dwight Howard was in the slam dunk. And he did Superman and all that stuff. Oh, you know? And yeah, that was a long time ago. Been, yeah, they haven't been exciting for a long time. All right. And number three, Ma, Travis Kelsey will be hosting SNL in March. I'm going to watch all that. Right. Oh, that's good. Um, all right, Trav. I'm going to tune in, too. All Ma, right. Any, anything, you wanna, Ma, anything you want to tell people before we go? I want to tell everybody to take care of themselves. Uh, stay woke. Okay. Stay woke. No matter what you hear, the opposite, stay woke, stay aware, uh, you know, advocate and for, for let your voice voice be heard in whatever arena you want it to be heard in. Please know you count, you are important and, um, and take care of yourself and stay safe. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to remind everybody about the Bambushi Happy Hour Book Club. We'll be discussing Between the World and Me on Saturday, uh, February 25th, guys. So email us if you want to have, have any comments about the book uh, at info at bambushihappyhour.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and also All Things Beju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Beju, home of the Bambushi happy hour guys be safe and like ma said stay woke and we're gonna say bye bye